Hello everybody, you are listening to Fantastic English Friday. My name is Natalie and my co-host Thomas Edwards. Hello Thomas. Hey guys. You probably know much about me if you follow my Instagram, but I have to introduce my friend. Hello Thomas. Hello again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas, how long have you been Russian? Uh, how long have I been Russian? <laughs> <laughs> so we know that. <laughs> I, I have been in Russia for about 10 years so far. I've probably been Russian for the last four or five. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you find Russia? Why did you stay here for so long? <laughs> <laughs> As if it's a completely abnormal life decision. Why on God's earth would you decide to live in Russia? Uh, I mean... I, I love Moscow personally. It's a great city. It's one of those places that um, has a story to it, mm -hmm. I would say, like anything else. So you, you come to a place and you watch it sort of change, evolve, grow over time, and you really, uh, I think, learn to think of it as home or learn to think of yourself as kind of a part of that story, mm -hmm. I guess. Do you ever miss home? Do I ever miss home? No. God, no. God, no. No, that is very interesting. Uh, Thomas did not agree to record this podcast unless I cook him American food. Nah. <laughs> he just made me do that. And I had to use his mom's recipe. Mm -hmm. So uh, There's only half of the story being told here, as I recall. Oh. Uh, because the full story is I invited my mother over to Russia to actually cook for you. Yeah. Uh, which she did. And uh, after the dinner party, I remember you stealing <laughs> all of the food right in front of me. <laughs> Because, you know, I did not know about this uh, habit of... Um... Americans, let's say, that you take back food that you brought because that is completely new for me. So Russian people, when they come to visit somebody, mm -hmm. when they bring food, they don't take it back. And that was completely new okay, for so me that you wanted to take it back. Let's, let's, let's double check this. First off, I wasn't taking all of the food back. Right. First <laughs> off, all right, there were like four extra loaves of meatloaf in there. In addition mm. to that, there was a huge pot of soup. And I was going to take two of the things that were not eaten back. But you demanded on keeping all of it. Yes, because I hate cooking. That's right. And I was hoping to have it for the rest of the week. Mm, okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so here is this story of a meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a point of contention between our friendship for quite a long time. <laughs> okay, so did you like the meatloaf I cooked for you today? I, I'd say it was quite decent. If you followed my mother's recipe, then you couldn't have gone too far wrong. So I'm glad that you liked it. Mm -hmm. All right. So which, uh, what is your favorite dish? My favorite dish? Yeah, let, let it be <laughs> Russian. So something that you tried My in Russian. My favorite Russian dish. Ooh, that's actually quite difficult. So something like distinctly Russian, right? Like I can't just say like borscht and like write it off as like Ukrainian. I think it is Ukrainian. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's really hard to find like any like dynamic Russian mm -hmm. dish. Um, Or probably something mm -hmm. that you hated. Oh, hated. Oh, that's a long list. <laughs> and in terms of like Russian food, I absolutely despise. That's uh, a much easier topic. I would put a kroshka on the top of my list of oh, things that I could not. I hate not... a kroshka as well. Oh, thank God. It's not just me. <laughs> When people told me like that was like a cherished Russian food, I just kind of like looked at them and said, are you sure? <laughs> But yeah, it's like, I mean, like, you know, cold soup is already, I think, controversial. Yeah. Like, in America, we have maybe one variant of it, which is, like, tomato soup. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think I've ever eaten it cold, like, in all honesty. But mm -hmm. some people do. 
but this soup is probably the most bizarre thing I've ever had in my life. Because like, what is a kroshka, right? It's um, like Olivier plus uh, kefir. Not, not, not even like, no, for me it wasn't Olivier and like kefir. I mean like kefir is something I also despise, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but like, but for me it was just kind of like, I don't know, it looked more like a Caesar salad like the first time I tried uh -huh. it, you know? Um, but like I had the version with like kvass in it. Oh. <laughs> like, and for me that was just the most bizarre thing ever. Like, you know, this like you have like lots of all this iceberg, you know, like lettuce and salad leaves. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some additional things thrown in. I can't remember what exactly. And then they just, like, pour this bottle of, like, kvass right over oh. it. And I'm just like, mmm, I'm Thank not eating that. What are you doing with my salad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. so yeah, that, that would be on the top of my list of things I absolutely despise mm -hmm. regarding Russian food. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, what comes as a close second? Um, she. Like, oh. not that it's bad, you know, like, mm -hmm. I can eat she, it doesn't, um, like, have a particularly bad taste to it, like, mm -hmm. whatsoever. It's just boiled cabbage. And that's, for me, what was bizarre about it. You know, like, when people, like, talk about soup, like, I generally have some imagination working, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, lots of different ingredients and, like, you know, a specific, you know, uh, broth, a specific stock. Mm -hmm. This was just a cabbage boiled in water. <laughs> <laughs> served up to me and like they said this is a traditional Russian soup I'm like did you feel deceived? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know like I, I thought I was like getting trolled like yeah. you know, the first time I'm just like really <laughs> like really this is traditional Russian soup like yes yes very traditional Russian soup I'm like mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right then how do you use cabbage in America do you cook it mm -hmm. Uh, like cabbage? Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, people don't eat like cabbage by itself. Mm -hmm. It's generally like ripped apart and used as some kind of like base in like a soup, mm -hmm. for example. So like we have like cabbage soup too, mm -hmm. but like in America, like cabbage soup, it's not just a cabbage. Like you know, <laughs> there are things that we add to the cabbage mm -hmm. to go along with it. Um, so you know, it's like 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 I said, when I saw she, it wasn't that it was bad. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so like that's it. <laughs> like water, cabbage, done, soup. All right. But there is meat inside mm -hmm. as well. I don't think the. Uh, oh, that the they cheated you. Oh, okay, okay. So I was cheated. All right. Because like I mean like I had my reservations about like the whole experience. You know, they just like boiled the cabbage and gave it to me. I'm like, yeah, someone's trying to like save on the experience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you a good cook? Am I a good cook? Um. I would say my cooking abilities are specifically limited to the things that I like to eat. Mm -hmm. So like I am a good cook in the sense that I know how to cook what I like well, but like mm -hmm. in terms of like general skill around the kitchen, um, I'm pretty helpless. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> you know. That's why we are friends. Exactly. Cool. Okay. Well, do because you... I can make you cook. <laughs> yeah, you made me cook. <laughs> do you think cooking is only for women? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I think if you, like, look around, some of the best chefs in the world are men. You know, like, in all honesty. Like, if you think of, like, the top five chefs, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, Jamie Oliver. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a huge, like, foodie. But, like, most of the time when you ask people, like, what the, like, top chefs are, what the most popular mm -hmm. chefs are, they're almost always going to be men. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I don't think it's, like, strictly limited to, like, women whatsoever or that women can't be, like, like top chefs. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's always, like, this weird paradigm, like, when you talk about, like, cooking. Because if you talk about, like, cooking at home, like, you know, you have this kind of, like, 
uh, I would say, like, sexist-leaning preconception of, like, oh, women should, like, cook at home. But the absolute best chefs in the world tend to be men. Mm -hmm. Like, how, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried cooking something from the recipes that you saw on the shows, on the cooking shows? Um... Not on cooking shows specifically, but I have dabbled with like cookbooks. Like I had this phase where I was very interested in um, like uh, Asian and Indo-European food. So like I bought this British cookbook and tried making curry. And of course the outcome was a complete disaster. Um, because like cooking curry is, you know, like I, I always looked at curry and thought, how hard can that be? Turns out it is actually <laughs> like butter chicken is not easy i don't care what anyone tells you okay what is your dream dessert dream dessert oh goodness anything with chocolate will definitely do mm -hmm. chocolate cheesecake probably is way up there on my list mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh milk chocolate dark chocolate white chocolate oh definitely not white chocolate that's an abomination like a complete insult against god and all things that is chocolate <laughs> like it's definitely white chocolate like that's out i, I love touch that white stuff. chocolate it's not natural not natural chocolate should not be white <laughs> very it's racist just wrong just <laughs> wrong uh, but I, I'm a big dark chocolate fan, like um, like milk chocolate. I'm sure, it's okay, like on a candy bar or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, I like something with a little more bitterness to it. Okay. Are you allergic to any foods? Oh, shellfish. God. Uh, yeah, I've had many unpleasant experiences with that actually. Close to death, I mean. Cl um, I don't know if I'm necessarily like close to death, but definitely straight to the hospital. Oh. Like happened to me like a couple of times. Because you know, sometimes people like to prepare. Um, like different dishes with that like crab meat it's like mm -hmm. super popular in moscow mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yep. like it comes in like rolls yeah, and people yeah, like, like crab chop salad it up. you mean yeah, uh not like crabs well yeah i guess it would be like the same kind of meat that's in like mm -hmm. crab salad but you know it's like it's not identifiable you know mm -hmm. what i mean like when you look at it okay. like i mean especially if like you put it like in a salad and cover mm -hmm. the sauce or like if you throw mm -hmm. it in an omelet or things like that so like i've always had to be like really careful whenever going to like a friend's house or something mm -hmm. like that because like i think i've uh, I don't want to call it like being poisoned, but I guess mm -hmm. technically speaking, it's like being poisoned like mm -hmm. a couple times because I had someone's omelet and like, you know, my face started like turning like a red, like a oh. giant tomato and like I started swelling up in the neck and I'm just kind of like, e I need a hospital. <laughs> 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 like the food was fantastic, but uh, I need to go. Much. Yeah. <laughs> right out the door. How did you first find out that you were allergic to this particular thing? Um, you know, we have, like, standardized testing when you're young. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll poke you with, like, a billion different needles on your mm -hmm. back and, mm -hmm. like, see, uh, like, what your reaction mm -hmm. is, like, to different things. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, food po like, not food poisoning, per se, but, like, food allergies mm -hmm. are, like, quite common in the United mm -hmm. States. Like, you know, you have people who have peanut allergies mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And, like, you usually mm, figure it out like when you're young um just from like the standardized testing i thought that it is from your own experience that you tried something nearly no 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 no. like i never had like uh anything like that frightening like you know where i was little and i tried something and didn't mm -hmm. know what was going on like thankfully i was warned like mm -hmm. ahead of time like don't eat that and i'm like cool yeah no problem uh -huh. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay so your mother could actually have said that you are allergic to chocolate to chips to anything and you would just believe her 
Um, you know, I mean, like, depending on the age, I guess, yes. Like, I think I was maybe five or six, actually, before I had chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really funny story. Um, like, I mean, my mom tells it, like, a million times better. But she was really, uh, I think, mm, set on not spoiling us with, like, sugar. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it wasn't until I was, like, Maybe not five or six, maybe like four or five. I had never had chocolate or anything like that before. So uh, the, the the way that she told it to me uh, is that we ended up going to I think an aunt's house or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, you know, like my like aunt not knowing my mother's like particular parenting roadmap, I guess, uh-huh. of not spoiling us with sugar, right? Uh, like my my aunt just busts out like all of this like chocolate oh. and candy, right? And of course, like I mean, imagine being a five year old kid who's never tried chocolate before. So like you know, like I mean, like the, the way my mother tells it is like I disappear into the kitchen like for about forty minutes. I come back and my face is just like smeared <laughs> in chocolate. And my mother just like licks the situation and she has two words. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> Nice. So, yeah. Okay. What meal would you never try? Would I never try? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to tr- think that I'd try anything. Um, like cockroaches, for example. No, already did it, actually. You did like, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I tried oh, to find... Oh, no, yeah. Thomas. If you kiss me with this mouth every <laughs> uh, time you sorry, greet love. me. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Like, I actually tried that when I was in, in Korea. Like, I mean, I guess, like, the two things that I would probably, like, never try just out of principle is, like, anything that, like, comes from, like, monkey or comes with dog. Oh. Like, I saw that in a couple places when I was, like, in, like, Korea. Like, these really old-school Korean restaurants that have these, like, special breed of dog, like, they mm-hmm. prepare, like, for their meat and things uh. like that. Um, but like I just couldn't bring myself to do it mm-hmm. like I can't associate like that animal like mm-hmm. with like you know eating mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. do it <clears throat> okay uh, what food do you prefer to serve when hosting a party oh um, that's actually a really good question <laughs> anything that I didn't cook myself would probably be on the top of my list. <laughs> so just ordering pizza then? Like, I would, no, I would definitely not order pizza but I would definitely like cater or like you know order out and do maybe like Korean food or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, like, you know, so like I like when it comes to food, like I like uh, presenting people with something that's interesting or unusual for them. Mm-hmm. So it usually depends specifically on who I'm entertaining mm-hmm. because I always try to make entertaining, well, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a bit of a banal thing to say, but it should be an experience that people will remember mm-hmm. for the most part. So, you know, I don't have any one set thing that I like to introduce people to. But, like, I try to think about the person who I'm going to host mm-hmm. and what would be interesting and at the same time agreeable for them. Mm-hmm. So your mom visited us recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did she try? Pretty much everything. Uh, like, my mom is an absolute trooper when it comes to, like, trying new things. And Moscow is actually a great city for food. In Austin, I think it's probably one of the better European cities, as contradictory as that sounds to a lot of people. Um, so we spent a lot of time trying, uh, like Georgian food, like Uzbek, uh, she's a really big fan of like Chaihana, mm-hmm. um, uh, like a lot of different kinds of soups, a lot of different kinds of salads. Uh, cause like American salad is so boring, right? <laughs> I mean, no, it really is like, I mean like American salad is pretty much like monopolized by the chicken Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that is, that is like our version of salad. But like, you know, when you come over to like Russia, like, and you say salad, you never really know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like Russians have a much more creative approach to salad, I would say. So, like, I mean, for her, I remember introducing her to, you know, like, Olivier, mm-hmm. uh, Slotka Pachubi, 
Um, and then a lot of different like Georgian like salads that were mm -hmm. kind of like a caprese, but not quite caprese. Can't remember the name of it exactly. But you know, we, we did a lot of um, those kinds of places for the most part, you know, like I, I guess like Southern Russian food mm -hmm. or just like, uh, like Caucasian food, like, you know, uh, like Georgia. Uh, we had a lot of food from uh, Uzbekistan. Um, did you like anything Russian? A anything Russian? Um, we tried pelmeni, but okay. I'm not sure if that, <laughs> that's technically Russian or not. Uh, like we did pelmeni, we did varaniki, um, mm -hmm. oh, blini, uh, mm -hmm. like, yeah, that was like probably the big thing for her, I think. Uh, like we did like blini and like red caviar, mm -hmm. uh, let's see, what else did we do from Russian food that was actually pretty decent? Um, oh, I know this is going to make people laugh, but like hamburgers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, like, she came <clears throat> from America to try Russian hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, no, no word of a lie. Like hamburgers in the United States are actually kind of awful. Really? Uh, yeah, because like you have this huge, uh, industry of like, McDonald's, Burger King, you know, like Hardee's, Arby's, mm -hmm. like all these fast food hamburgers with like low grade chuck. It's, mm -hmm. it's not so great. And like when it comes to like to Americans too, like they're so boring about bread. Like Americans are like white bread, like mm -hmm. worshippers. It's like all they eat. So I think uh, we tried like a couple different places because like I was trying to convince my mom, uh, like you have not had a hamburger until you had a Russian hamburger. Mm -hmm. And my mom's laughing like the whole time thinking I'm completely like, you know, utterly Insane. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but we ended up going to, I think the first place I took her to was Farsh. And then after that, we went to uh, Burger Heroes or something like so that. So there's lots of advertising. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, people. Yeah. If Nova Pay us money. Yes, absolutely. Please send me the money. <laughs> um, but, you know, she was just really surprised because, like, you don't get that grade of beef on hamburgers mm -hmm. in the United States. Um, and so she was, I, I would say, pleasantly surprised, like, with the whole thing. And then we had these really cool, uh, like, rye uh, mm -hmm. bread, like, buns. And then we have these really interesting buns with, like, uh, squid ink injected mm -hmm. into them. So, like, those dark bread buns. Yeah. And, like, that for her was, I think, um, probably the most interesting thing. Because, mm -hmm. like, you take something that's so mm, commonly accepted in the United mm -hmm. States, like, white bread. You know, like, Americans just don't envision any other version of bread. Like, bread is white, you know? <laughs> Again, <laughs> and, very racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, you put, like, you know, something like, you know, Russian rye bread, like, in front of them. And they're like, what is this? <laughs> But she liked it, you know, it was mm -hmm. something new for her, and I think she was pleasantly surprised, mm -hmm. I would say, like, the outcome. So, yeah, Russian hamburgers, totally underrated. What are the things that she took with her to America from Russia? Oh, God. Um, so, I think my mom went absolutely insane buying uh, souvenirs. Mm -hmm. um, I took her to uh, that market that's next to Cherkizovsky, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where the old Kremlin is, uh, like, I guess it's northeast. Okay. Um, but, like, I, I, I swear to God, she must have dropped at least, like, six or seven hundred dollars mm. uh, on just buying, like, souvenirs. And, you know, like, you think of all of the, um, like, normal souvenirs, right? Uh, you know, you have, like, your uh, Matryoshka doll, like, the nesting yeah, yeah, yeah. doll. You know, you have all kinds of things made out of, like, leather and fur. Mm -hmm. um, my mom bought rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but she bought it because she's yeah. in this uh, industry of making Yeah, making yeah, yeah. My, so my mom's, like, hobby is making jewelry. So I totally understand why she did it. But, like, of all the things that people would come over to yeah. buy, like, in Russia, the last thing that you think is actually buying rocks. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> so she bought, like, these, like, raw, like, uncut uh -huh. uh, rocks of... 
I think it was like Charite, it was Siberian Jade, it was Yobolites. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very offensive in Russian. Yeah, in Russian, Russian, but I, I think it's like say close it again, to pronunciation. Yobolites. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is in the United States. So, okay. uh, like, uh, otherwise they call it like Bloodstone or Dragonstone uh -huh. or something like that. And amber, like okay. uh, lots of like amber. So we bought all kinds of like raw materials for jewelry making. And then we bought, uh, what was it? Hair combs uh, made from like birch wood and things like that. What else? Then we bought uh, hats. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I, I can't Like this traditional it. Russian hat? like uh, Not the traditional Russian hat, but it's the one that like uh, Khabib wears, the UFC mm. fighter. Uh. Like the, uh, I think it starts with like a P, Pa something. But you know, it's like this big fluffy white hat that's made from sheep wool. Oh, I don't remember the name for that. Okay. Uh, it sounds like paprika, but it's not paprika, obviously. <laughs> but like, uh, like anyway, like so, you know, like th these kinds of Papa. things. Yes, something like that. Uh, so you know, just kind of like these. Uh, I don't want to call them corny, but you know, these uh, more like iconic things. Mm -hmm. Like we ended up buying like towards the end because like people wanted their mar like little Martoshka dolls. Like you know, they wanted like the Khabib hats. Mm -hmm. uh, they wanted like fur gloves and mm -hmm. scarves. Oh, we bought like an incredible amount of scarves too. Uh, you know, like the, the ones that like Russian women wear to church over their head. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we bought like maybe 30 or 40 of those. 30 or 40? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does she need so many? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mom is a super generous person. Oh, I, I thought she was, that she's selling them. Starting She's a regular to Comic Cons. Like, import export business. No. Like, <laughs> I, like uh, knowing my mom, like, she went back to her law firm mm. and probably just gave them as gifts to all the mm. women in the law firm. She could have <clears> a very good business. Uh, do you remember this? Um, it was a trend, probably a year ago or something when uh, rappers were dressed like Russian babushkas what <laughs> you do, did do you, I miss this yeah I yeah. think you missed this so uh, rappers uh, were wearing those scarves um, and pretending to be babushkas or something. Russian rappers? No, not no. American rappers. Like they black and white, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> really, really, that was a trend. I, maybe you're talking about like the blue and red handkerchiefs, like the old kind of. No, they were like traditional Russian, Russian... scarves. They wore them on their heads. Oh, like a do rag. Okay. Maybe. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I caught that, but you know what? If we can start a trend in the United States, I will totally be there to like capitalize off it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the new trend selling Russian do rags to mm -hmm. American rappers. <clears throat> okay. So, guys, I think we are done here. We are very hungry, and there is uh, one more piece of meatloaf left, and we have to fight it, uh, fight over it right now. So, uh -huh. thank you very much for listening. Uh, see you next week. Not, we will hear you next week, right? They you will don't. hear us next yes, week. I don't will. think we'll see them ever. Yeah. <laughs> you will hear us next week. So, bye bye. Mm -hmm.